Good evening, folks, and welcome to Heart of Indie Radio tonight. We are certainly privileged to have BC singer-songwriter Madison Olds all the way from Canada to talk to us tonight in our studio about her music, her life. She is such a beautiful and kind spirit, and you can certainly get this feeling in her music from the Hot AC radio charts to top 10 of CBC Searchlight 2019. This is an artist that is been described as becoming Canada's next big breakthrough recording artist. And this is exciting for us because she's a busy lady that she's taking time <laughs> to talk with little old me uh, oh my here gosh. tonight on Heart of Any Radio. So welcome, Madison Olds. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. That that intro has me just blushing. I'm, I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> I, I'm giddy. That was so amazing. I've never had somebody uh, introduce me and make me feel more than just a singer-songwriter or just a kid who writes songs in their parents' basement. <laughs> oh, so. you're so sweet. Well, you're very you're very humble because that's not how I would describe you. <laughs> I, would, I would describe you as a powerhouse on Twitter and Instagram. This is an exciting time for you, and you are lovely with everyone. And I think that's something Aww. that is a really a great example for other indie artists, especially folks that, you know, tune into our station and, and are wanting some guidance. I think you really set an example for... Um, you know how to be you're just a lovely person and I think that that's um, that's that's remarkable given given all the things that you've done I think it's great that you've you've stayed true to who you are and obviously you've been raised raised well so good job good job mom and dad Um, (laughs) oh their egos are just gonna be huge now (laughs) Um, so you've appeared in in lots of different things a huge number of stages in Canada and beyond You've produced great music that obviously is getting tons of streams and people are loving it. You've gotten attention from around the globe, but I'd love to know how you get inspired to do great content. And can you tell our listeners a little bit about your journey as a songwriter, musician, and artist? And are there any special stories that you think, hey, I'd like to share them tonight? <laughs> well, to start off, it's, uh, how I get inspired, it's it's so different with every song and sometimes I'll, I'll be lying in bed and I'll wake up from just a horrible dream and I will pull up my laptop and I'll write like six songs just from it, just lyrics and, and then I'll go back to bed or, you know, I'll be sitting on an idea of a specific lyric and, um, and kind of go from there and go for weeks just thinking about this lyric and, and then I'll finally sit down and write like a verse chorus. And then I'll come back another two months later. And it really just comes from personal experience most of the time. I never pick a song that I don't feel like I can authentically write about because I would hate for somebody to hear a song and the like first words that come out of their mouth is fraud. Like I never, I never want to be a fraud <laughs> in my music. And I always want people to be like, wow, I, I listen to this music and I can hear like honesty in the lyrics because if I can't write about something that I've never experienced, then that's just ridiculous. Like I should never, I should never pretend to know somebody else's story. So when it comes to getting inspiration for a song, I always try and um, make sure it comes from inside me or, you know, from a family member, somebody that I can actually ask personal questions about and that they're okay to share. But uh, yeah, with inspiration, definitely comes from from a day-to-day life and then uh if I were to tell my listeners a bit about my journey oh my gosh how much time do you have I'm just kidding um (laughs) way back when way back when I started in an all-girl country trio which probably sounds crazy 
but we we did a little bit of like some Canada stuff. We went down to Nashville. We worked with Lennon Stella's dad and like 17, 18 year old Maddie was like, oh my gosh, the world is ending. Like I can finally die. <laughs> you know, everything amazing is happening. But I really got into songwriting when I went down to Nashville and realized that, wow, I think I think I actually have um, something to offer here. And I feel like I can really keep up with the big players and obviously throughout the years I got considerably more confident maybe not better but just more confident in what I was writing and then I the band fell apart unfortunately which was really sad but I kept going back and forth to Nashville because I realized that was just who I am who I want to be and everything that I want to chase and then I released an album and I went to London actually to produce that because um, at the time of that album, Blue, that came out, I was so obsessed with Ed Sheeran. I loved how just honest he was, how his music just always made you feel really good. And you could put on an album and every single song that went through the album could like check mark every single emotion that a person could feel. And like it would be a roller coaster of like sitting and running and drinking with your friends and having a really fun time in the summer. And then you know, laying in bed and crying about a lost relative or like a lost loved one. And I just loved his approach to music. And so I was, you know, a little bit ballsy and messaged the producer and was like, hey, would you by chance, you know, take a chance on a little old Canadian girl like me? And they're like, oh, we love your music. Like, come out to London and we'll do it. And so like, I have photos of me on a photo like on the sofa and right above me is a photo of Ed Sheeran on the sofa and it's so cool wow Um, that's awesome I love it yeah yeah it's it's so cool and and it's so funny because now you know like that album is a couple years old and the music that I'm coming up with for 2020 and that I'm releasing and hopefully for 2021 it's so different and it's so mature and it's so poppy and polished and professional and I look back at the music and I'm I'm not embarrassed or ashamed, but I I just think, oh, you know, it could have been so much better. But I think it's important to like look back and remember that that was such a cool experience. And and not every artist gets to do their first album at Ed Sheeran's studio. No, (laughs) no, that's, that's, I agree. (laughs) Yeah, I really have to remember, you know, how just absolutely incredible that actually was. And, and I've worked with some like super, super talented producers and, um, everybody has their strong suit and, and everything like that but the producers in London I, I can't get over just how humble they were the guy who ended up doing my stuff his name was Adam and he picked me up at the little B&B that I was staying down the street from Elton John's mom's house which was crazy too oh wow <laughs> uh, he comes and he picks me up in his car and he's wearing like swim trunks and minion sandals and I was like okay this is setting the tone for the next week <laughs> this is gonna be so amazing like I can't wait and like he would be done every day at seven o'clock we'd crack open like a soda or something like that and we'd listen to the song and then he'd take me home and I'd you know go to bed or get some fish and chips or you know whatever it was it was it was the true London experience but oh that's so awesome I love it I feel like I'm there although we yeah right (laughs) but I I think I would still love to work with them in the future just because that experience was so amazing to me and I really love good people and I love kind people and I think there's not a lot of room to be mean anymore because somebody who's just as talented if not more talented will come up and take your place if you're not just a good person like it 
it, that's that's the brand of 2020. If you're not a good person, you're canceled. <laughs> so <laughs> I think I think that that's always been like super important to me is to work with good people, and that's definitely how I've been able to continue my career because I think I can't imagine you know like I've got I've had you know the chance to work with some not so great people and it's definitely brought me down and so my heart breaks for a lot of the artists out there that just keep getting bad person after bad person because I think the reason I've kept going with songwriting and recording and performing is just because my network is now just the kindest of souls so that's beautiful and it definitely gives you you know energy um oh yeah I mean you know like great energy when you're around people that like you said, that are kind souls. And you have, you have such amazing repertoire of songs that you, that you have written. And there's one that I came across. I mean, I've listened to so many of them, but, and I love them all, by the way, huge fan, Madison. <laughs> no, you too. Uh, but no, I really blessed. love this beautiful song called second chances, which by the way, it oh. did seriously make me cry like a baby the first time I oh. heard it. And, um, but I, I, I believe the song was written about your dad who at one yeah. time was your manager, but I'd love to know what inspired the song, what it's really about. And because I, I really feel like our listeners will really resonate with the song as well, because it is a beautiful kind of a soulful thing of about being redeemed. And I think that's yeah. a really important message. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's funny that you say my mom and my dad. So my dad actually studied music uh, at Berkeley in Boston growing up and he did jazz composition and studied opera. And when they met, he was working at a bar in another province in Canada, Alberta. And my mom was there studying for school. And he comes over and he's like, hey, you're really, you're really cute. And I would love to teach you how to sing. I'm a professional singer. And he drops off his business card. She's like, oh, my God, this guy. Who, what, <laughs> who do you think you are? And so they, they kind of like growing up, they always had done music. And when they got together, they started their own entertainment company. So when my brother and I came into the picture. He started drumming and uh, we both started acting as kids and we just loved anything entertainment. Like our whole family is built of four hams that just sniff the spotlight. (laughs) Four hams. I love that. (laughs) Four hams. Like, so currently now my dad and my brother and I did a tour and they still play with me when I do live shows. So we played um, in Toronto and they went to Singapore with me and we did a little Asian tour there and all three of us are like trying to tell jokes on the mic because we want people to laugh at you know whoever's talking and so it's it's a bit of a fight for attention when it's the three of us but um, <laughs> so it, so my dad and my mom as I started kind of coming into music they both stepped into like a management and more of just like a parent that's helping guide their kid. And my mom ended up taking a bit more of the manager position until I finally just signed on with a manager. And my dad became kind of like a band director. So he helped set up all of our lighting rigs, all of our sound equipment. He plays bass, trumpets, and he'll do some BGs for me. So I'm really lucky. But it's funny about Second Chances because I wrote it as if, you know, like when daddy got his little girl. But by the time my dad had me, like he was already like the best dad in the world. <laughs> so I, I, it's more, uh, I kind of drew from my brother's experience and not that he would really remember it, but when my parents did meet, you know, he, he has, his focuses were, I think a little bit elsewhere. And when my mom became pregnant, there was a bit of a conversation of if, you know, you don't smarten up or you don't, you know, focus on a family. I think there will be no family for you to focus on anymore. And, and, um, 
it was really tough and I think my brother was around two at the time and I have a very open family and my dad is very open about what it was like growing up or where he wished he hadn't have spent his money or spent his time and focused on and so my mom always talks about what it was like and I was in this uh beautiful little serene camp writing songs with songwriters as a like a featured artist and I was just kind of talking around the table with these people about where my dad had come from and how he dropped out of music to travel across Canada to ski and he maybe got involved with some people that maybe he shouldn't have and owed a lot of money (laughs) to a lot of people and and they're like wow this is a great story and I said the stories that I hear about my dad is from my mom when they first met is not the man that I know like my dad is my superhero he's my best friend he's the person I go to with anything and same with my my mom but there's like a a father-daughter bond and so well maybe I wasn't my dad's second chance maybe I was his third chance (laughs) but uh, I do think I do think that there was something special about when I started playing music and my dad hadn't been able to play music until I really became serious in it and so it's his like redemption at chasing what his dream was and so maybe the second chance isn't necessarily you know life and family maybe the second chance is is chasing his dream again because Mm. we get to do it together but yeah so it's funny that you bring that that song because it is super emotional and I don't really play it live anymore because maybe it triggers things for people or I had Mm. played it at a winery a couple years ago and uh, a gal came up to me and she goes thank you so much for playing that song I just lost my dad two weeks ago and like now I'm bawling on stage and I can't like do my second set because I'm feeling so so heartbroken for this girl who doesn't get to sing to her dad or doesn't get to you know play with her dad and my dad's up there on stage with me making jokes and laughing and we're having such a good time and sometimes I feel so selfish that I have such a amazing relationship with my dad that's that's so inspiring and I love I love yeah I love the story behind the song and I love that you've (laughs) explained it but I also love that it's you know that that realness and the authenticity that obviously has been encouraged since you were a child, you know, even yeah. even long before the songwriting was was there, you've you've grown up in a storytelling family, and I think that's really oh, yeah. fascinating that <laughs> there was that beautiful, you know, let's let's come together, let's let's talk about things, let's communicate, and I think that's a really healing thing. I think that's when a lot of breakthroughs happen. So that's really inspiring that you've shared that tonight, and I think our our listeners will be encouraged to listen to more of your songs um and and they'll probably want to hang out with your parents too oh yeah (laughs) i mean like my parents are fun hey mr and mrs olds um i I heard (laughs) heard about you through your daughter on a show um (laughs) no they're actually they love making they love making friends they started a speakeasy in their basement to have Juno award-winning artists come in every month because they felt so bad when I got involved in music that there weren't a lot of venues in interior BC and and pretty much until you hit Toronto um and so they started up this little venue in their house and they've had like for the last few years obviously with COVID now things have come to a halt and we can't we can't uh, support these artists but they'll host them for the night they'll make them dinner breakfast the next morning they'll make sure all proceeds go to the artist and they can sell their merch and it's like a nice little pit stop and they just care so much about people and about arts and and helping people who really need it so if people were to reach out and say hey I want to be friends with you guys they'd be like come stay with us for a month <laughs> like, 
they're just that people. Like, as soon as somebody wants to make friends with them, like, they're best friends. They met on an airplane down to Los Angeles. My dad was sitting with this couple, and they're like, you should come come stay with us. And they came for Christmas one year, and I had no idea who they were, and now they're just our greatest family friends. Oh, I love that. Oh, (laughs) yeah. It just makes me smile. That's just beautiful. Um, They're good people. (laughs) That's awesome. Hi, Mom and Dad. I love you too. Big fans. Uh, I'm I'd sure my mom's know. probably like sitting out the door right now because I'm in my bedroom and she's probably like yeah. peeked under the light crack <laughs> of the door. And what is your mom's name? Her name is Rhonda. Hi, Rhonda. And your, your dad's name? David. David. Rhonda and Dave. David. Yeah. Is it Dave or David? I know some I, anything but late for dinner, I'm sure he would say. <laughs> oh, he's, he's funny. Oh, he's funny. <laughs> um you know I think I think there's a lot of indie artists out there as you said that have had all sorts of interesting experiences and you've 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 come out of you know having having good ones and even the ones that weren't so great you've learned from them but I'd love to know any advice you have or that you may think gosh I wish I'd known that earlier on to pass on to up-and-coming artists or people that maybe have been in the music industry for a while but maybe feel a bit lost is there is there a right way to find a good producer is there a right way to kind of communicate with people that you're working with I mean is there any sort of advice that you think wow I wish I'd known this starting out I think the biggest thing I wished I had known was um that it's okay to just ask like I I was so easily embarrassed to like go up at the beginning to you know hey I got a new song or like hey check this out or hey can I play you something I I was like don't be seen don't be heard and that that's what makes a good kid or something like that and and as I've gone through the industry you know you kind of have to do take the bull by the horns and you do have to be a little bit in your face you got to be a little loud you got to make a little (laughs) bit of noise for somebody to be like oh What's going, what's going on over here? This girl looks a little crazy. I think we want to work with her. Um, so I wish I wished at 18, you know, I would have done more wild things. I wish I had a cold cold called people and would have been like, hey, let's work together. Or, hey, let's do that. Or, hey, I have an idea. Or, listen to this. Because, I mean, like, I'm sure if this indie kid somehow got a hold of Justin Bieber's address, knocked on his door and said, hey, I'm going to open for you. He'd be like, you know what? play me something like like you never know what's going to happen if you don't ask and and I wish at the beginning I had have just been more confident I I wouldn't have been scared I wouldn't have been embarrassed because maybe I would be you know further than I am now um and I also think it's so important to just be nice like you never know if that smile is going to save somebody's day or like it's as an artist I think you're constantly having people come up to you and ask you things you're like hey this or hey that and it can be exhausting to be nice all the time but like you feel so much better inside too it's a lot easier to be like the happy bubbly nice artist than it is to be the sad broody depressed artist I think so Mm. I was of that as well and I wished I wish I had been I mean like I've always been really happy but I wished I had been just always bubbly and happy along the way because maybe I wouldn't let people get me down stuff like that what that's that's really cool I'd love to know specifically about the production that you have you know when you've pursued you know a a relationship with a producer I mean you did obviously cold call Ed Sheeran's (laughs) producer which is totally cool 
but I mean, is there is there sort of a, you know, you did say you, if you don't ask, you won't know. But is there something that you tell yourself before you make that bold move? I mean, is there something like if you were to give people a couple of steps, you know, obviously breathe. Yes. <laughs> sure. But I mean, what what would sort of be something that they could take away and go, oh, OK, I can I can I can actually do this. This is accessible to me. I think um, what I've learned through the years, it's super important when you're reaching out to a producer and, and whoever it is. I mean, like most producers you can find online and they have just like an email submission or an email that you can just send them like uh, a song. And definitely like don't send them 50 songs because they're not going to listen to all them. Send them the songs that you genuinely want to record and that you genuinely can afford to record. Mm -hmm. And then for each song, listen to it, like really get to know it. Think about what you genuinely want and pick four or five songs that you think could, if all four or five of those songs had a baby, that's what you're, you want your song to sound like. And I like reference tracks, I think are really important for producers to understand if they can do it or if they can't, because they, they could take your money and try to do it. But a lot of producers won't put, bring on a project if they don't think that they can make it sound awesome. And cause it's art for them as well. So as an artist, I think what I've gotten really good at is like being so clear about what I want my song to sound like. And obviously like a producer is going to come in and do something with it and they're going to put in their creative touch and it's, it's good to let them have some creative freedom as well, but you got to give them like a clear path. And when you're reaching out, I think it's important to just be like, Hey, I love your stuff. I love what you did with this song. Um, it's really awesome. My name is blah, 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 blah. I want to produce these four songs and I want all of them to kind of sound like this. And then they look at it right away. They're like, wow, this person knows what they want. They think I'm great. You always start out with some sort of compliment. And, and then, yeah, I think a producer would look at an artist and be like, wow, they got, they got it together. <laughs> yeah. So, that's, the, but it's, that's great. It's, that's really good yeah. advice though, because I think, <laughs> like you said, like having a really clear sense of who you are first and yeah. foremost, and then being able to reach out and put it in that, in that manner, I think is really, that's really good. And it sets, like it sets it up as, as a yeah. really good relationship. And when you do it that way, and I, that's great. That's great. Noting Madison's <laughs> advice. Um, we're, cer <laughs> we're certainly in unique times as, as you and I know, but I'd love to yeah. get your thoughts on sort of the ever-changing world of music in the broadest sense and sort of where you kind of not only see yourself, but where you see kind of music and musicians being at this time when they are limited. It's funny that you bring that up because I was just talking with my family today and they said, we, we've been watching the Zac Efron documentary Down to Earth and he made a comment that he said, if you're not working towards a goal, then it's meaningless. And um, if you don't really have a goal at the end, it is kind of just like doing busy work and I always said my end goal was Madison at Madison Square Garden and it's looking very impossible right now just with no live music or no large um, audiences and it is really daunting and it does feel like, you know, should I be doing something different? Should I in this time be doing a three-week course on, you know, like receptionist or, or something <laughs> to plan B because it is looking a little scary and, and I think um, if you're not already like a super established artist, I think it is getting tougher and it's going to get tougher to break through. But um, I think if you're having fun, then the times don't really matter. And, and music is going to be like a disposable thing anyway. Music is constantly changing and people are constantly 
changing the trends and dumping songs and coming up with new ones so there's always going to be room for new music I just think without the opportunity to be discovered at a bar or like playing at a show and networking with people it is going to be a lot tougher and I I wish I had an answer but I think even I'm feeling very very scared for the future of the entertainment industry but maybe this is just my anxiety talking now well you're amazing and you've you've done I mean your newest song best part of me it's just been released what maybe maybe was it two weeks ago last Friday so okay so not even two weeks ago but you guys heart of indie listeners best part of me is a hit and it's quickly arrived at over 20,000 plays on on Spotify alone. And people are, you know, writing about it. Blogs are writing about it. People are sharing it uh, on Twitter. And it's getting a lot of attention. And I think it's resonating with people. And it's just, I'm just so proud of you that you've, you know, this is a hard time. But you've, you know, you're rising above. You're releasing great music. And I think it's really inspiring that more and more people are connecting with you. Um, I'd love to know how you came up with writing that song and and how we can obviously listen to it, where we can listen to it and where we can find you on social media so that people yeah. can continue to be your fan. Well, the song came from uh, the worst part of myself. I had gone to Nashville for the first time by myself and I was very anxiety, very scared. I went to a writing session with two people I didn't know and it, I was just came in and vulnerable and they said look at I, I'm not feeling good today <laughs> I want to lay on the floor and cry and they're like hey you know what I can get on board with that feeling <laughs> much like I think a lot of artists can I think we all struggle with like way too much self-doubt and that's I think it was just a song that needed to be said and obviously um, a lot of people deal with mental illness now and uh anxiety has always kind of felt like a brand for me (laughs) like it's just who I am but I don't want it I don't want it to be who I am I don't want to be identified by anxiety because I think a lot of people are and and I I want to overcome it I want to be strong I want people to think of my brand as like happy and like feel good and so I this felt like a way for me to talk about yeah I struggle with mental illness or I struggle with um, anxiety or just low thoughts or but it isn't it isn't who I am and so this is a way of me like sharing a little piece of my audience, but without having like that really, really big conversation about it, you know, being mm. that, I guess. Um, yeah. yeah, you can you can hear it anywhere. <laughs> so Spotify, Instagram, YouTube, Apple Music, all of it. It's just Maddie, Madison Olds. And they can follow yeah. you on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, all at oh, yeah. Madison Olds. And is it is it Madison Olds music or is it just Madison Olds? I mean, usually there's there's like people change it up with twitter and and ig and i want to make sure people find you (laughs) i think if you just type in madison olds it should come up on all of them but i was so inconsistent when i started i I didn't expect uh my life to need to be consistent when i was coming up with my social media so all these names are just like a little all over the place i think my original email is still like i love funny bunnies at (laughs) gmail.com like i'm so skeptical to give out like I'm just like type in Madison Olds and like it'll come up because like that ads are just all so shambled and yeah yeah I'm a little scattered (laughs) well that's okay you you make up for it um you're just a lovely (laughs) lovely soul and I'm thrilled that you you. took the time to talk with me tonight and I know that lots of people be inspired by your music and who you are as a person and just keep letting that light that beautiful light uh shine shout out to Rhonda and David uh yes next time (laughs) in BC hanging out with you 
Uh, and yes. maybe we can even do a, a Heart of Indie Radio live show from um, your so speakeasy. That would be so fun. <laughs> yes, I think that would be awesome. And thank you so much for, for having me and, and supporting indie artists. It's such a hard such a hard industry to break into. And, and people like you who actually care and invest mean so much to us. And obviously being an artist yourself, you know the struggle. And I, like, I got a fangirl a little. I listened to all your music today. I love it. I think it's oh, amazing. You're sweet. It was you're so sweet. Um, this is my lullaby. Like, so cool, so alternative, and it had like little Billie Eilish vibes, and I loved it. But oh, I just thank you. <laughs> it's really hard as as artists, and and I'm so so appreciative of uh, what you do to help support and and boast about them. So it means a lot. Thank you so much, Madison, and thanks for inspiring folks with your music and who you are as a person. And I know that. I know that one day it is going to be Madison at Madison Square Gardens. And I'm, I'm, I really believe that. And I'm so proud uh -huh. of you. Well, thank you. Thank, thank you. you. So guys, be sure, guys and gals uh, and folks that are listening to tonight's show, be sure that you support Madison Olds, her brand new song. Best part of me is available on all major platforms and uh, as well as we'll be uh, playing it on our show tonight. So really excited about this artist be sure to give her support and love and dm us on twitter at heart of indie or email us at heart of indie radio at gmail.com let us know what you thought of tonight's interview and show we'd love to hear from you this is your station thanks so much for having me tonight on heart of indie radio all right thanks so much madison i'm going to say good night thank you for tuning into heart of indie radio and we're going to get back to the music